What lessons did I learn in a street fight? Find out now on this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. This is the Unlock Success Podcast. We're helping entrepreneurs around the world dive deep into the keys you need to shatter excuses, believe in yourself, and help you achieve your highest goals. Here's your host, eight-figure entrepreneur and the living legend of internet marketing, Anthony Morrison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Anthony Morrison here, and welcome to another episode of the Unlock Success Podcast, where today I'm going to be sharing my personal story of what I learned in a street fight that nearly cost me my vision and devastated my dreams of playing college baseball. Look, maybe you're like me, where you thought everything was going in one direction, or you knew exactly what the course of your life was going to look like. And then in a matter of seconds, all of it changes. Your plans, your ambitions, your dreams... They completely disappear without your control. Today, I wanna share my personal story with you and how I work through that and how it still provides a valuable life lesson for me even to this day. Now, I know many of you might be in that position now or, or maybe you'll go through something like that, something similar one day. And I can only say that I hope my story will give you uh, encouragement to never give up. Now, if you're, you're new here, let me introduce myself real fast. My name is Anthony Morrison, and I've been a, a digital marketer and an entrepreneur now for over 15 years. And I started this podcast to not only provide you know, strategies and methods to grow a business online, but also to give you the mindset tools that you need and the real life examples of challenges we face every single day as entrepreneurs. Look, we all hope starting a business can, can, can build our dreams, but let's face it, how we build our dreams is so important because if we're not careful, we can ruin relationships with friends, with family, with loved ones, all for the sake of success. My goal is to help you find the right balance in your life and in your business using my personal stories of success and failures along the way. So number one, the first thing that I kind of want to go through here on the podcast, and we'll break this up into a few parts, but part one is, is when I finally started playing baseball again, right? Um, it, it's kind of an interesting story because... When I was a kid, I loved baseball, right? Um, it was it was my thing. Every summer I played baseball. And at my local high school, um, we when I got, I guess, ninth grade, 10th grade, you know, I went out and I tried out for the baseball team. And I'm not going to lie. I just, I mean, I like to keep it pretty raw. It's my podcast, so I can. Um, our baseball coach was a complete jerk. He was an asshole. Like, I hated him. He was terrible. He wanted to make playing baseball just devastatingly difficult, hard. He was always rude, always mean. And for me, I've just always been the type of person that just said, you know what? I'm not dealing with that. Like even at, at a young age, I just kind of felt like, you know what? I'm better than that. I don't have to put up with that. I'm not going to deal with that. I don't need to play baseball that bad. You know, and I would just play summer ball. But interestingly enough, my senior year, as luck would have it, we got a new baseball coach and um, his name was Trey Pace. And he, he came in, he was like, he was this guy that like didn't care who your parents were, didn't care how uh, popular you were. He just wanted to win, you know. He just wanted the best players to be on the field. So when we came in, I was like, you know, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try out for the baseball team this year. My senior year, I want to play baseball. I love baseball. I'm gonna give it a shot again. So I tried out, and I'll never forget the look on his face when I threw when I threw the ball for the first time because he had no clue. You know, he'd been looking at at our high school and all the players, and I wasn't playing. So it's like, 
he had absolutely no clue I was there. But I was actually really good when I was uh, when I was in high school as a left-handed uh, pitcher, and I mean I could throw the ball really hard, and and I was just really good at baseball. I loved it. I was great in the summer, right? I just never would play for my high school because I hated the coach. He was a jerk, and so. Uh, when Coach Pace saw me throw, he's like, man, this is great. He told me, he's like, I don't care who your parents are, what you do, where you come from. He's like, if you throw the ball like that, you're going to play. And I'm like, man, this is phenomenal. So I was so excited, right? Um, just so excited about it. All of a sudden, all these dreams and ambitions came back of playing college baseball because I was like, all right, well, I got a chance. I got my senior year. This is when they really, really, really scout you. Like, I'm really good at this game. And so I was excited, right? I thought everything everything was going to just be like phenomenal, right? So I'd already like written it out. I was gonna play baseball. I was gonna get drafted. Like all of these things were gonna happen. And we get to part two of my story where um, everything completely changed one night when when I was uh, helping my brother out. So we live in a small town and unfortunately small towns, you know, people are bored. They don't have anything to do. And so when we were growing up, we went to the private school and uh, there were a lot of people in the, you know, in the public school. Nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that public school had, you know, a couple thousand people in it. Private school had, you know, like I graduated, I think, with like 40 people, right? It was super small. And for whatever reason, the, the kids from the public school, a lot of them just hated you if, if you didn't go to the public school. If you were just like the private school brat, I guess, you know, whatever you want to call it. They just didn't like you. So my brother Adrian was a was uh, I guess he was in tenth grade at the time, and he I'll never forget I I got home from baseball practice one night and it was pretty late and I was our driveway is like this windy driveway up to our house so it's kind of wound up up in our house and I see Adrian just flying into the house like just I mean way too fast in his car he is just hauling it right and he he comes right up to the front door and he he's rolls his window and he's like help me help me and I'm standing outside my dad's standing outside and we look over and here comes this truck kind of up our driveway right they're chasing my brother and um so it was really interesting so I'm thinking man you know like they're 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 literally chasing him like trying to like trying to hurt him you know and so they of course once they saw my dad and I they they ran they left and and they, they left the house. Well, Adrian had his, his girlfriend with him, and they said, hey, I need to take my girlfriend home. So we waited for a minute to see, let things cool down, you know, let these guys go find something else to do. And then I just at the last minute, I told him, I said, Adrian, let me just, let me ride with you to take your girlfriend home. She had to be home at a certain time. So let me just, let me take, let me ride with you. And I'll never forget, we came, we went, drove down our street, and our street's this really, really pretty, like, it's right in the middle of the city, but it looks like a country road. There's the trees just kind of overlap. It's like a canopy, right? As you're driving down the street, it's not in a neighborhood. It's just a, a little street that connects two busy streets. So it's like a little U-shaped street. And right as we got around the bend, all of a sudden I see bright lights in my face. They turn on and I knew exactly what was getting ready to happen. These guys were waiting. They were waiting for Adrian to leave the house. And they flipped those bright lights on, and the minute that they flipped the bright lights on, I knew we were in trouble. Like I knew something was getting ready to happen, and it wasn't going to be good. So I got out of the car, and I'll never forget this little this little punk getting out of his car and saying, "I said, man, what is your problem? What do you want? What do you? What is the deal?" And he he looked me straight in my face and told me he was. He said, "I'm going to kill your brother." <laughs> 
and that was it. I can't tell you that I remember everything else after that. Um, it's not a moment that I, not one of my shining moments, I would say. Um, I will say that, that I ended up in a fight with, they say it was six people. I honestly don't remember. I was so angry at the time. Um, but that fight ended up with one of them grabbing a, uh, like a, a crowbar and, and s- smoking me across the face with it. They hit me right here on the side of my face. And when they did, I remember hearing my bones crack. And, um, I mean, I could, I could hear the bones in my face just crack and my eye hemorrhaged. And so I immediately, you know, you would think when you, and this is the most interesting part of this, you would think that when you, when you'd hit in the face with a, an object of any kind and hard enough to crack the bones in your face, cracked my orbital bone, my eye was hemorrhaging, all of this, you would think that that's enough to stop you, you know? Um, but you, when you, when it's like that fight or flight, you know, when you think that you're, uh, your, you know, your life is in danger, um, and you can, you can move mountains, you know what I mean? And so for me, I didn't even, I didn't even realize the damage that was done to my face. Um, I was in that survival mode, right? And so when it all calmed down and many of us went to the hospital, um, when I got out of the hospital, I realized that I had cracked the orbital of my eye, sunk down, my eye hemorrhaged, all this stuff. Basically what that meant was eye surgery and no baseball. Uh, there was no such thing as a baseball flying back at my face at all, anytime my senior year. And so all of a sudden it kind of hit me that I wasn't going to be able to play baseball. I wasn't going to be able to go to college and play baseball. I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do any of the things that I just previously was so excited about being able to do. Right. And that's what brings me to part three with what I really learned about changed plans and learning to find new passions and dreams and goals. You know, everything happens for a reason. And, and, and I, I, I realized that instead of, you know, instead of looking at when one door closed, you know, they say when one door closes, another door opens. Right. And a lot of times you say, yeah, but I wanted to go through that door. So it's like, I don't care that this one's open. I want to go through that one. It's all about embracing change. Right. Uh, for me, I went to, I went on to college and I, I was, instead of playing baseball, because obviously I, I didn't play in high school, I didn't get college scholarships and I'd kind of, you know, realize that it wasn't going to happen for me. I was still pretty scared, honestly, to have baseballs flying at my, I almost lost my eye. And so, um, so I just really didn't want things flying at my face and I embraced new things, right? I decided, man, I want to be able to, uh, to, to build a business, right? I I had, I had a a reason and a need to do it. And I, I embraced internet marketing and I started teaching myself. I started learning. I started spending all the time that I would have spent playing baseball. I spent doing this and I found a new passion. Like I found something that I really loved. I found something that not only did I love, but I could do really well and that, uh, that I could teach other people to do. Right. And it set me on a track for my entire life. I was able to, to build an internet business. I was able to make a lot of money. I was able to write books that have sold millions of copies. I've done live events and seminars to hundreds of thousands of people around the country, you know, and of course, obviously, you know, built a, a, a pretty decent following online. And so the, all of that came from the, the, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy when you look back at that crazy street fight, right? All of it came from that moment. And it taught me a lot of really good lessons. It taught me that, you know, that it's okay when, when you have to pivot. 
it's okay when life uh, when life pushes you in one in one direction and it may not be the direction you necessarily wanted to go in but it's the direction you're supposed to be going in right and there's there's good that comes from all bad situations for me it was a terrible situation it's hard to find any good in it right when you're a high school kid and you've been you know uh, you've kind of had all your dreams and hopes and all of this dash but if you're listening to this and and you're going through something like that understand that you know perspective is everything in the moment it might seem like the end of the world, but five years from now, it might seem like one of the necessary steps, right? The necessary moments to push you in, in, in toward the path that you're supposed to be on and a path that's even better for you. And so when you look at bad moments in your life, um, try to reflect on those three years later, not just in the moment, because a lot of times these bad situations, and that was most definitely a bad situation. There's nothing, you can't sugarcoat it. It was terrible. But, but it pushed me in such a different direction in my life that's taken me down this path where I've just been able to accomplish so much and do so many things. And now I can't even imagine my life any differently. I can't even think about what would it be like to be doing anything other than what I do, because this is where I'm really supposed to be. It's what I'm really supposed to be doing. So my advice to you is if you're going through anything rough or if you hit a rough patch in your life, right? It doesn't have to be a street fight. I don't condone violence. I'm not saying to go get in fights. I was a, um, uh, I was, I was much younger then. And, um, and, and also, like I said, unique situation. I, I really felt like my, uh, like my life was in danger. Um, so don't condone violence and just random fighting. But I'm saying it's not just the fight, right? It's any of those types of things. It's losing your job. It's losing a loved one. It's your job making you move and you don't want to move to a different, you know, to a different state. Like there's so many things that happen to people and you say, God, you know, this is not the path I wanted to be on. This does not align with my dreams. This does not align with what I want to be. Just trust me on this, right? The path that you, that, that, that you go down, even when you have these big bumps in the road and these, these terrible moments, I promise a lot of times it opens up new windows, opens up new doors. It opens you up to new things. And as long as you are, are capable of embracing those new things, right? Like I did, I embraced the opportunity to, to now be this internet guy when I was this sports dude, right? Like it couldn't be much different, right? But I embraced it. And through embracing it, I found something that I truly love, something I'm truly passionate about, and something that I've been able to use not only to help myself and my family, but so many other people around the world for the last 15 years. So hopefully that story gives you a little bit of, of, of inspiration if you're going through something right now, and it gives you a little bit of peace of mind in case you do go through something in the future, right? Let's look, give it, don't ever judge a moment in the moment. Give it some time, reflect, and I promise you, you can find the good in almost anything. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast, and I look forward to having you join us next week.